Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Microphone, USB, PNP, audio disc. Two audio stereo. Good. So that should be the right one. Awesome. I, I think I Ryan, I think the word you're looking for is groovy. Gro- ah. And that's the cold open. There it is. I'm uh, meh, whatever. Take a shot every time I say groovy tonight. Oh, it um, better be at least five. I'm gonna be real mad if it's not. I just I think Devin, that, yeah. I think you're undershooting and it's gonna be horrible. I've already I've already said it three times since we started. No this, no 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 no. Call. No, you just started the contest now. I'm keeping a tracker. You okay. undershot it, so I'm P- going P- to win. Please do. Like at the end of the show, I want you to tell me how many times I've said it. Okay. Because this right, will be done. the cold open, and then that'll be the close. So I'm going to prices right it. By the way, I'll say one. Ryan, what's your guess? With what? What? For how many times he says groovy? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guessed one. I'm prices writing it. Where it's closer to Alan's number, he's going to forget. Okay, he's fine. Only say two. it like two times. You set yourself up for that one. Like you don't okay, you don't do that. Okay, hmm? fine. My real guess is gonna be he's gonna say it. I'm gonna say nine times. Okay. Twelve. Right, okay. Got okay. it. Alright, we, we we've chosen. Gravy. <laughs> Ugh, don't do that. Let's talk about movies. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're taking a look at the Sam Raimi cult classic, The Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, if you watch it on VHS. Uh, This is a, we're going to get into that here shortly, but before we start the show, we like to catch up on things that we've we've watched in pop culture and just catch up in general. How's your guys' week? How are you guys doing? Yeah, man, it's been a good week. It's been really busy work-wise, and I haven't gotten to watch a full version of anything. Like, I've started a couple things, but nothing that I can... I feel like I have, like, enough knowledge to actually talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ryan, how about you? I saw uh, uh, All Fun and Games. Uh, well, we're, yeah. I, I just meant in general. Like, we're, Oh, we're okay, in general. This. Sorry about that. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm doing better now than I did a few days ago. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, hey, you Ra- look better. Ryan, Ryan gets the award for most helpful co- co-host of a podcast uh, this week because I, I messed it. up. I, I, I messed up royally, and Ryan has saved the day. Not once, but twice. Hopefully, twice. Um, no, no, we got it. It's in the awesome. workman. So... <laughs> I don't. So you guys remember when I did the Batman Forever thing a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I've got the poster, I've got the, the Batcave, and I got my Batmobile." Yeah. Let me, let me show you the current state current state of my Batmobile. So 
So it's seen better days. It's missing pieces. Like it doesn't have the missiles missing all its flaps. Yeah. I've been keeping an eye out on eBay for parts for this Batmobile for a while now. And I finally found the, the back tail fins as a set for a decent price. And I was like, you know what? This is a good price for, for both parts. Cause usually that's the price I pay for. I'd pay for one of them. I was like, I'll get those. So I ordered them. Mm. And then the next day I found the missile that goes in the front uh, for a decent price. Like, you know what? Treat yourself. Bought that too. Get to the weekend where it, it's about to arrive and I get the notification. Uh, your package has been delivered. And I look on my front porch and like, there's nothing here. And then I realize I never updated my address in eBay. <gasps> oh no, it's your old house. It went to my old place. Um, so I was like, hey, Ryan. Um, and Ryan was able to, to swing by the old place and pick up both parts for me. Uh, so now Ryan and I get to meet up at some point in person because I'm yeah, sure we gotta, we gotta I'm sure out. <laughs> we'll exchange, we'll exchange goods. Cause I'm sure that I'm going to buy you something where I'm going the rest of the week. So can, can I make a comment about all of this? Sure. I didn't know they sold. I know they sell car parts in real life. I didn't know people sold toy car parts. Like, who is out here cannibalizing so, these toys? It's the kind of th- it's people who it's two kinds of people. It's people who inherit like a box of junk toys that are missing pieces. Like, you know what? I could throw that on eBay and make a few bucks. Okay. Uh, because if you look on eBay and look at the Batman Forever, like these Batmobiles, yeah, everyone is missing the parts that I'm missing. Like no one, <laughs> no one has the the hood, like the windshield. All of them are missing the like the missiles things here. They're all missing these parts. Like you can buy one of these for like twenty bucks, like this. But it's the other bits it's that the are other pieces that are that are a commodity because everyone lost them. Uh, the missiles, especially, like you shoot them, they go somewhere. Uh, right. So it's, pe- it's people who who have like bits and pieces that are selling them. Um, Cause you can barely find a complete one, but some people find the pieces to it. Like I guarantee if I tore up the carpet in my old room at my parents' house, I would probably find the pieces to this, but I'm not doing that. So it's that kind of thing. Like people like I go to a toy show and they just have lots of toys that are just bits and pieces. Like you buy a bag of Megazord parts and <laughs> you get what you get. Like that's how I got one of the the five pieces for the, my one Zeo Megazord is somebody bought a lot and at the same toy show and found the one Zord that I needed at a different stand. So, <laughs> so did you buy like a bag of Megazord parts, take out the one that you need, and then resold the bag of Megazord parts? No, perpetually no. He, selling he, this he, same bag. This this guy bought a like a a, a Ziploc bag of Megazords. And went through them and figured out what was what and resold them. I just love that. I love the image I'm getting of like just this going down like a drug deal. Like, hey man, you got to make a sword and you I, I mean, this like bag. Yeah, it's kind of. It's just it's you, it's yeah, a whole like you, you side of this to, I you, never knew. Yeah, you had to take one of my hobbies and make it seem like a drug deal. Thank you, Dad. Yes, he does it's that like with Ryan. everything. He, it's like Ryan like, telling me about the Hot Wheels people. I had no idea. Oh yeah, no, that is I, accurate. Yes, <laughs> that is that, accurate. It's just there's, there's these like subcultures that I don't know exist that I love that yeah. you guys tell me about. Yeah, there. So the other subculture is, uh, you know, Ollie's Bargain Outlets, right? 
Yes. Good stuff, Jeep. I, I've never been, but I'm aware of them. So you've never been to Ollie's? Never been to Ollie's oh, in my man. life. So last week, the week of, week of my brother's wedding, they had Captain America shields, like the the real Marvel Legends ones. And Whoa. like the Dave Filoni fighter pilot helmets from the Mandalorian, <laughs> like X-Wing pilot stuff. They had those at Ollie's and they sold out immediately because people go into Ollie's, buy stuff and like resell it. Expensive oh, sure. Because you could get that sh- the Captain America shield for 40 bucks and they retail for 120. So how did that happen? How did Ollie's get that? Uh, they, they just buy them in bulk from the, like they, oh. they, they're sitting in the warehouse and people won't buy it for 120. So they, the comp like Hasbro will sell them to Ollie's and then Ollie's will f- flip them. And then people will go around and flip those for a profit. Um, it's incredible. All that to say, I had the shield in my hand at Ollie's and I was like, no, not today. And then I didn't get the shield. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. I don't know if I've no, had that. No, I, I, I will never forgive myself for not kidding. Um, anyway, uh, that's, that's been my week. We'll talk about my upcoming week at the end of the show. Um, but pop culture wise, I want to talk a bit about last week's episode because I, I made a promise last. I, I made a comment last week and I ended up following through on it. To the point where I was watching something like an hour before the show to make sure that I could be a completionist. Um, So last week we talked about the 2004 film Saul. And I mentioned that I have all of them on DVD except for the one that's currently in theaters. So since last week's episode, I have watched all the Saul sequels, including Jigsaw and Spiral. I'm so happy with you. I did not... I did not realize that we only did Saul a week ago. <laughs> that's how hey, you've had a week. I that's, have had a week. Like that's intense. It, it was intense, but what I think what made it go by so fast is I didn't realize like Saul one is on its own disc, and then mm-hmm. Saul two and three are on a disc, and then three and four were on a disc, and then Jigsaw and Spiral had their own disc. So like I would put one in, I would put. I put two in and I watched two and three in one night. So I was like kind sure. of binge binging them. Um, and I have thoughts. Oh, well, I want to know all about them now. Cause I'm so excited. Uh, so having, so my first thought is having worked on a set with Costas Mandalore. It's weird watching the sequels now. Cause I forgot how much of a part detective Hoffman has in them. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of cool. Like, it's like, I know that guy. Like, this is kind of cool. And then it's like, I know, I know that guy. Like, that's kind of terrifying. Um, <laughs> but he's an actor. So um, I didn't have time to go through and make a ranking. But I can tell you which ones I don't like and which ones yes, I do me. like. Um, I think the worst for me is Jigsaw. Really? Yeah, what I okay. don't what I don't like about Jigsaw is the twist just doesn't make sense to me. Because oh, the way that it, the yeah. way that the way they say some stuff I'm like, well, no, that like parts of it work for me, like but it also just doesn't. Like it it was it was disappointing. Like I'm glad it brought the franchise back cuz it was a nice change in tone for the most part, but the mm-hmm. twist twist kind of lost me. Um 
not a huge fan of three with the doctor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, three was, a, um, but I will say my two favorites are mm-hmm. four, which is the one with Donnie Wahlberg on the ice block. Yeah. And I was, I was surprised by Spiral. Like, yeah. So I fell I fell asleep during Spiral last night. So I came came in today to, to finish it, but I woke up with it on and I was like, "Oh, that's the twist." Okay. And I was like, "Yeah, that kind of sucks." And then I finished it. I was like, "You know what? I kind of actually like that a lot. Like the way they play like I I knew the who, I didn't know the why or the how." Yeah. I was like, "You know what? I can actually I actually respect this film. Like that that's up there for me." So um, cause I, I think when the music came in at the end with Chris Rock and Sam Jackson, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I, I see what you're doing here. Uh, that's groovy. So I, I wasn't sure. I'm still not sure why that movie got so much hate. Cause I feel like they were trying to start something and it just didn't work out, but I like uh, that one too. It, it yeah, it, it's different. I think the whole Book of Saul thing that they kind of dropped eventually, it yeah. was just kind of like jarring to people. Like, if you're gonna make a Saul movie, just make a Saul movie. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so that's been my week. Um, You've had a week, man. That's incredible, I, though. And now I have to go see Saul X or Saul Ten, whatever we decide to. You have to. It. Hold on. What did to. you think of? What did you think of Saul 3D? Do you remember that one? Saw 3D. I it's not it's not the best one, but I do like how Dr. Gordon plays back into it. Yes, that's the only thing I like about it. Otherwise, it really does the old timey 3D thing of like, oh, I got to the screen. And like it's it really, really distracting. <laughs> um Ryan, when we meet up, I will happily let you borrow all the Saw movies so you can watch them all as well. They're 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 all on Peacock. Are they all in Peacock? Oh, nice. Yeah. Ryan, how many of them have you watched this week? Please tell me. Oh, all I've only well. I've only seen the one. Oh, darn. Okay. I thought like you had a surprise for us. I was ready. I do have a surprise story for you guys, but 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 it has to do with our main topic, not this one. Oh, nice. Oh. All right. Uh, so Ryan, what did you watch this week? Um, all fun and games. Uh, a new horror film. Uh, that's based around teenagers. Uh. That stars, and I forget her name. I don't have my, Natal- my phone Natal- in front of me. Natalie D- Dyer. Thank you. The one from Stranger Things. The sister from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, sure. Um, so she, her character is one character of this dysfunctional family. And they live in Salem. Yes, that's Salem. The movie mm-hmm. takes place. So this movie is a horror movie based around witches. Um I saw Alan's face there, so that's why I, I was going to say they live in the cat from Sabrina. Uh, <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was trying to think um, of any other Salem. So, uh, pretty much, the youngest brother finds a bone knife that's been cursed that has this that has words carved into the blade. He reads them, unleashes a demon that rains terror on them the entire night. Um, and it's actually pretty good. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, so I don't know. I might have it for the show, but it may be a while. 
if I do. But I definitely recommend it to anybody who's who's interested in it. If you saw it, you saw the trailer, you're like, hmm, not sure. Watch it. Is it better mm-hmm. than the last thing that we watched on the podcast that took place in Salem? If you oh, hell yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Right. No, remember, I do remember, remember b- 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 okay. because I didn't block that completely out of my memory. I tried, <laughs> but it what didn't really it? work that well. What was the last It was better than the Rob Zombie Salem, oh, Rob Zombie 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 movie. Salem. Yeah, I did not watch that, so... Yeah. Or, or since Alan didn't watch that one, I also would have accepted Hubie Halloween as an answer. <laughs> Hubie <well>. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave Hubie oh. Halloween on its own pedestal, okay? We're going to leave Hubie... <laughs> Pedestal's such a strong word. I'd say closet under you, the stairs. You, 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 you say closet under the stairs. I say toilet. Um, there we go. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into today's main topic. The uh, Sam Raimi film Evil Dead 2 starring Bruce Campbell and that car in every Sam Raimi movie. Uh, so Sorry. this is... I mean... Am I wrong? You're not wrong, and I didn't realize it until you said it. It just tickled me. Um, so this movie came out in 1987 and tells the story of uh, Ash Williams in a cabin with with stuff. Uh, we'll get into <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into the story of the of the of the film here in a, in a second. But I want to talk a little bit about my history with the Evil Dead films before we get too into this. Um, I did not see this ver this v- film until two years ago, uh, because my wife and I were going to see the third film in the franchise with our friends at victims of villains at the Alamo draft house in Winchester to help promote the horrific hope film festival that they, they do every year. Um, so we were seeing the third one. I was like, I've never seen the second one. I saw the first one once. I've never seen the second one. So my wife's like, okay, we got to watch that one first. Uh, so we watched that and we went to see the third one. And uh, this one is my favorite of the films. Um, oh. Of the first two. The third one, third one's a whole different beast and we'll get into that too. Um, <laughs> but I really, like you guys know that I'm not a big horror guy. This one has just the right amount of humor in it for me to enjoy the comedy to, to enjoy the horror. Like the, the like I look at this as a horror comedy because it's just ridiculous. Um, and there's a lot of elements that go into that. Why I, I feel that way. Um, but Ryan, what is your history with, with evil dead Two? Um, I saw this movie. It was the first Evil Dead movie outside of, of Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. Because uh, I saw that one when I was like in middle school, high school. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do. Um, I saw this one when I was in college um, after I had already seen the first one uh, okay. when I was in high school. And I've always, and I was always told, like, you know, don't worry about the second one. Like, you don't need to see it. Like, it, oh. it's, it's, it's the worst one out of the three. That's what I was always told. Um, yeah. And so, that's what I just went with. And I have to say, when I eventually did see this movie when I was in college, I was not exactly in a legal state of mind. If you guys know what I mean. <laughs> sure. No. <laughs> Can you no. explain? Were you buying Megazord parts from a guy behind the dumpster? <laughs> a friend of mine was. A friend Give of my mine. fix, man. Give him a Megazord fix. 
Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I was messed up. I, I was messed up when I saw okay. this one initially. Mm-hmm. That was the first and last time I saw it up until we did it for this. And yeah. I laughed all the way through it and giggled and screamed out of laughter at it. Um, not exactly because I thought it was good or funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but. Um, and I still kind of hold that opinion that I don't know if I'd ever go back to this one again. That's my history and about it. So okay, okay. Yeah. Now, Devin, you you're the one who didn't had hadn't seen this movie before. Yes. What did you know, going into this? What did you know about Ash and the Evil Dead franchise? I knew. I know that. Army of Darkness is supposed to be a, like a stone cold classic. Okay. I know yeah. that this kind of starts what Army of Darkness picks up. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. knew that they. Um, I've never been recommended number one, ever. Okay. I think by uh, anyone. Everyone's uh, just kind of like, all right, two and three. Uh, I know they remade number one uh, in 2013, and I have seen that one. I've seen the remake of the of number one in 2013. It is not a comedy, decidedly not a comedy, but no, there's a no. lot of elements of the 2013 movie that I guess they retained from the original because a lot of it was very, very familiar to me. Um, and I know that like all of my friends are like, like forever. I've been like, have you seen the Evil Dead series? And like, they'll do it with like a remote control in their hand, like they're about to turn it on and I'm never in the mood to watch it. And I always go, of course I have, don't be silly. And I've never watched it. Friend of the show, Chad, I'm very sorry. Uh, so this is the first <laughs> time I've ever actually watched it. Um, um, okay. okay. So th- it, there's a reason we had you watch the second one bef- out of the three. Mm-hmm. Can you figure out why we had you watch the second one first? Is it? I I feel like I remember this from like someone talking way too long about these movies, and I might be wrong. But is number one was number one meant to be like a genuine horror film, and number two is like a soft reboot of that, where they basically retell the story of number one, but funnier and different, and slapped a number two on it. Yes and no. There, it's, ah, darn. It, it's a bit more complicated than that. So, okay, because I saw uh, Ryan nod for part of it, so I was like, I'm on the right track. So what? Got if you, the the film number one is pretty much re-summarized at the beginning of this film. The okay. driving to the cabin with the girlfriend, like that, they pretty much recap everything that you need to know from number one in mm-hmm. this one because they didn't have the rights to continue the story from the first one. So if you hear Bruce Campbell at a con talk about it at all, he, he has said that if you start, if you end number one, where it ends and then pick up with number two, where he's flying through the woods being attacked by the spirit. Yeah. That's, that's where the story picks up. Like it's everything you need to know about number one is told before that in number two. Oh, wow. You can, the story continues from that. The rights oh. to what stories they can continue and can't continue are weird with this whole franchise because uh, we haven't talked about Ash versus the Evil Dead, which is the uh, show that is a sequel to 
this film at least. Um, but nothing else because rights. Weird. Um, but other things have happened, but they don't really address it. Like when they first started that show, they didn't have the rights to mention anything that happens in Army of Darkness. Um, so it, it's a really weird like loophole that they found to tell the story the way they did. So the first seven minutes of the film with him finding the book and yeah, the tape player like that, that's the first film. And then is like the, the girlfriend stuff that that's all that yeah. all happened. Like in the first film, there were other friends at the cabin with them, but they're like, you oh. know what? budget, let's not bring those in. Uh, and just to streamline it, like just this bare bones. What do we need to tell? Okay. They, they went to the cabin in the woods to do stuff and then bad stuff happens. So, okay. That's really interesting. I, I feel like I don't need to watch the, the first one now, to be honest. <laughs> do you think I should, Ryan? I'm sorry, but the way I see the evil dead movies is that I saw the first one, mm-hmm. like obviously after I saw army of darkness. So like I saw army of darkness when I was younger, then I saw the first one and now, and recently now that I've actually gotten into horror more than I was before, I really see the Evil Dead series being an actual horror series. So, like, the first movie was good for its time. It definitely laid a lot of groundwork for other people to follow for their own material and uh, and for their own stuff. Um, like you said, you saw that 2013 remake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I did too. And, uh, and then I saw, was it uh, Evil Dead Rises came out? And mm-hmm. I really couldn't care less about like what the core fan base thinks. I really like that as well. And that's the tone I feel that the Evil Dead movie should be. And it's been so long since I've seen Evil Dead 2 that I kind of forgot how silly it can get. And it's that tone that I just can't like... I can't get into the fact that like this is an Evil Dead movie because of how silly it actually is. Like, it's supposed to be, like, to me, the horror aspect and the humor is supposed to be, like, this is so horrible, it's getting funny. Not that they're making light of a horrible situation. It's, like, this is so graphic and gruesome and shock value is so ridiculous that that's where the humor comes from. I I think the, the humor for me isn't that they're making fun of it. It's the way Ash reacts to things like a lot of the humor in this comes from Bruce Campbell's performance. Yeah. I I, I can totally see that. I mean, the thing that I took away from the movie without spoiling anything is literally this movie doesn't work without Bruce Campbell. I can't imagine anyone else in the lead of this movie and this movie being as fun as it is. Yeah. So that being said, like that, that being said, Devin, what did you think of evil dead Two? Oh my god, I loved it. I mean, it, yeah, I I unequivocally loved it. It for me, it's not even. I and this is opposite of what we were just saying, but like, it's not even a horror movie for me. Like, because like, it's so campy, it's so cheesy, it's so silly. I mean, heck, there's a time when like the one guy is like a turns into a demon and is flying. They do a close up on him, and you can see the string that he's being held up with in the background, like. Mm-hmm. That I mean, there are professional editors who took a look at this movie and decided to keep the string in. Like, this is like a Monty Python does horror movie. I, I mean, professional, yes, but 
the very low budget stuff. Like even for the budget that they had in the eighties, like this is, this is, this is leaps and bounds higher budget than the first one. Okay. Because the first one was just them doing it in the, like filming it in the woods on like, it's kind of like the, uh, the clerks of the Sam Raimi's filmography. Like they, oh, that's they, fun. Did, it, they did it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then found a distributor. Um, Part of the reason this one happened was Stephen King was such a fan of the first one that he got a producer friend to be like, "Hey, you should finance the sequel to this," and they that's did. Cool. So that's kind of like that's that. kind of why the the rights are in were in limbo when they started it. Like they had the money, they didn't have the rights to the first film. So that's very funny. Um, yeah. Well, did you guys like it as much watching it? Like, I, I, you know, I get that. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but like, I, yeah, I still enjoy it. Like, there, there yeah. are mom- like even before the show, I was like going back and rewatching like the best moments from it just for like a refresher. Um, so like, I and, and like doing research for the for tonight's show, like I didn't realize about the um, the uh, workshed line became a bit of a meme like back in the in the eighties. Uh, so Remind when he, me. so when he's fighting with his hand or fighting with the head, and takes the head out to the workshed to put it in the vice grip, like he he says workshed, but the line is dubbed horribly, so <laughs> like it doesn't match any of the audio at like levels at all. It's just like workshed, and he like goes out to the workshed to um, get the head in the vice. It, to the point where when he worked on Escape from New York with Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell went up to him and was like, hey, say workshed. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> uh, and and I think, like, I just have an appreciation for Bruce Campbell as Ash, yeah. uh, especially having, re- like, visited Ash versus the Evil Dead, which is, like, the sequel series, which is, which play plays with comedy a lot more than it does horror, but it still has those horror elements of the deadites in it and the, uh, and the book of the dead. So, hmm. um, like I, what I like about this franchise is it does, it has both elements for people. Like I like the comedy aspect. Ryan's a bigger fan of the horror aspect of it. Like I like it. I like this franchise more when it's uh, on the lighter side. Ryan likes it on the darker side. Uh, <laughs> Devin, how do you like your Evil Dead done? I mean, on the lighter side for me. I mean, okay. like I said, like I don't. I guess there are parts of this movie that could be considered scary, right? I think like the mom coming out of the basement and doing her little rhyme thing. I think that's that's genuinely pretty scary. But then there are scenes like the laughing house that, like, man, I like. I watched it twice. I've yeah. never rolled my eyes harder. <laughs> I I love it. And for me, that scene, it works so well because like the deer's head snaps at like, like comedically perfect timing. The deer's head snaps over. And then like the laugh from the mouth is so fake, but so perfect. And then the fact that like he's in the middle laughing and like doing his little jump thing. It, everything about that scene works for me so well. Yeah. And I, I think this film with any other actor would just be a horror film. Like I don't, if you don't have Bruce Campbell with that grin, like laughing the whole time, like laughing because he's going insane. Like 
I you can look at the performance in this as he's giving a comedic performance or this person is just going insane and has lost it completely. And either like either way it works because you can lean into the the comedy stuff but if some of this stuff like if you're a kid watching this like it's just going to scare you because he's just gone insane. Like they even say like none of this is okay. Like none of this is normal. Uh so yeah, there, there's different ways that you can read it. I so desperately want to hear a dissenting opinion, though. Here, Ryan, tell me all about it. <laughs> this, the, as far as I'm concerned, the movie's a straight up comedy. Like, there's yeah. horror themes and certain characters, and like the amount of blood that's used. But other than that, like, when I was younger, when I was in high school. And whenever me and my friends, when the one time like this movie got brought up, this movie series got brought up and we were talking about, you know, just the different movies because like I had just seen the first Evil Dead. I had known about Army of Darkness for so long, but I've never seen the second one because everyone was just like, don't worry about the second one. Like, OK. Um, and this was before I saw it, obviously, but teen, but from when like 14 year olds. 14, 15, 16 year olds talking about this movie and like the turn of the millennium. The consensus was that the first movie was such a good horror that they wanted to make a second one. But the second one, they tried too hard to make it scary and they wound up making a dud of a comedy by accident. That that's why they decided to go full force and make Army of Darkness to like fill out the trilogy. Obviously, that's wrong. That's not why that happened. But that's what the consistence, but but that's what a bunch of middle-aged teenagers <laughs> like came up with for the reason why the movies were the way that they were. Um, I don't think the movie would be what it would be without Bruce Campbell. I definitely do agree with that. Um, it was, it's just, it's a combination, the, the reason why a lot of it didn't work for me, it's, it, it, it was a combination of the close-in headshots with the ridiculous smile, or the close-in headshots with, with, with the screaming, with the low-budget aspect of the cabin. Like, I, they're just, they're, I feel like everything that, that Alan and Devin, that you two like about Bruce Campbell's like comedic timing and humor in this Mm -hmm. is kind of the exact reason why this doesn't work for me because of how I view evil dead movies. This Mm. to me is just not, I mean, and see the thing because Bruce Campbell versus the army of darkness works for me because it does not have evil dead in the title. It also doesn't have Bruce Campbell in the title though. I still call it Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. In fact, I think the one DVD, I think the special edition DVD sleeve that I have for the case actually has Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness as a joke. That's funny. I like that. Um, but yeah, so like that's, I think that's why. We, we've had this conversation about other films before. Ryan, you usually aren't a fan of genre, like genre bending films. Like, when you have a horror movie like this that has comedic elements or comedy that has horror elements, like you're usually like, no, you're one or the other. Is that, is that fair to say? 
it it needs to be done for 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 myself to enjoy like genre splitting movies it needs to be done right and you don't think this one does it right not for me like okay. it works for you guys which is great and that's fine but when it comes for but when it comes to me it, it, it there needs to be like a decent split like here like cabin uh, um uh, a cabin in the woods that's what i was gonna bring up yeah that's hysterical. I love it because it puts them in a real life and death. Uh, it puts them in a real life and death situation. The, the horror elements are there to be a real horror movie, but it's kind. But it's turned on its head because there's a bunch of nerds living in a bunker under them, causing everything to happen, and they're betting on it, like. And then you've got the horror of you have these other people who are enjoying the torture and murder of the people, you know, uh, um, is up in the dome. And that adds, even though it's funny, it adds another layer of horror of, you know, horror being like there's all these people involved and no one speaking out against it. Like they found that many psychopaths to work at this place. Like there's also that level there. And Evil Dead 2 relies on Bruce Campbell so much that if it doesn't connect with you, this movie is just a complete wash. Okay. I can see that. I, I was trying to find other, like, genre-bending movies to, to see if they, like, work or don't work on Ryan. And I guess <laughs> you have, like, like, okay, so, like, a good one is, like, Shaun of the Dead, right? Oh, I love Shaun of the Dead. That's, that's another horror Another horror comedy, basically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I'm sure, is another version of this thing. I got maybe 20 minutes into it before yeah. I got. It's like it's like I it's like I didn't hate it. It was just maybe I wasn't in the right mood to watch a movie like that that night. That's fair. And I just haven't went back to it. Uh, in the chat, uh, friend of the show Anna is asking, "What do you think of Scream?" Oh, I love the Scream Ooh, movies. Okay. All right. Is that is going to be a really outside opinion in front of the show? Anna's going to be real mad. Is that a horror comedy as well? <laughs> you, you haven't, you haven't it's seen horror Scream. satire. You haven't seen not Scream, even a have sing, you? Not even a single one. Not even okay. a, I know. I, I, I think see, I've so, worn the Halloween costume. I've okay. only, so, yeah. so two things. I've only seen the first one. And okay. Devin, you'll be surprised to learn that Jay and Son that Bob are in one of them. What? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you which one, so you have to go watch them for yourself. <laughs> now, I don't know exactly which one they're in, but from someone that's seen a lot of the Scream movies and even like the like newer ones that have come out, like the one where they brought back a lot of the people mm-hmm. for it, I would recommend for Devin, before Alan mentioned Jay and Silent Bob, I was going to say, um, if you watch the first one, yeah. Jump right to the last one they made that had wow. them like reconnecting. Like I would skip all the middle stuff because the one that the uh, Scream was, five or the one that sp- takes place in New York, not the one that takes place in New York. Okay. The one that it's came out five. like last year, the, the, yeah. the one that came out last year. Um, Like I would recommend just watching the first one and then watching that one because okay. that one relates directly to the first movie. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, so like Scream Five, the one that was made like last year, like either yeah. like 
like either 2022 or 2021. It was 21 because last yeah. year was the or was it earlier this year? The one that just came out was the New York one. So don't don't do that one. Yeah, one not the new, not the New York one. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, that that that'll be an interesting experiment. I say just jump right into uh, Scream Two and not don't like that's just my that's my shtick now like that's what I'm gonna just have you do <laughs> just jump into the second one don't just worry watch, about the first watch one. sequels yeah <laughs> yeah um, uh, also in the chat uh, friend of the show Anna says for me I like this one best because the humor makes you let your guard down and the jump scares catch you off guard you go from laughing to screaming the third one sucks it's only comedy. I Whoa! Disagree. Oh, I, um, well, no, that's that the third sucks. one. <laughs> that's an interesting take, though. I like that because I like the. I mean, the the movie hasn't done that for me, but I like the idea of it. Right where, you know, it's it's almost like why in a lot of horror movies they'll put like a sex scene just before the killer comes out. Right? Yeah. It's to yeah. get you feeling a certain way, so then when the horror comes, it hits harder. I like yeah. that approach, and I liked it. This movie didn't do it that way. She goes on to say, at the time, the consensus was that this was extremely well done. People hadn't seen much horror comedy blending that wasn't just a parody, so this was well received. That's fair. Yeah, That's totally she, fair. She also goes on to say, uh, <laughs> WTF, no, watch Scream 1, ignore Alan. So. <laughs> I love that she's like the driving force for me watching the first things. Like that's the whole reason I watched Sister Act number one was yeah. because of her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one that and like just to get to something that she said and just how much I was kind of taken out of this movie. The jump scares really didn't even happen for me in this simply because I was about, you know, Bruce Campbell, like Bruce Campbell's performance in this kind of killed it for me. That's you pretty much didn't the, connect with the, the humor. consistence. I, I didn't connect uh, as if the humor really. And so that's when like, because like I was expecting like, okay, the second one's goofy. It was over acted. It was over done. And when I went into this one with a straight mind, <laughs> um, yeah, that's just what ended up happening. No, I could. I mean, if the whole, if the comedy part of it doesn't necessarily work for you, then the setup for any of the horror part also doesn't work for you. Then, yeah, it's it's literally like the the one part has to work for the other part to still work, and I totally get that. Yeah. Uh, and you know. yeah, and 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 that's where why I like Army of Darkness so much because it just leans into the ridiculousness of. Let's put Ash. Let's put Bruce Campbell's Ash in the desert with a bunch of medieval people and see, and let's see what happens. Yeah, Devin, what do you know about Army of <laughs> Darkness? I know at one point, I'm sure it's Bruce Campbell says, "This is my boomstick." Because oh, yeah. Chad quotes it all the time. <laughs> and that's all I know from that movie. I guess he's in medieval times because that's where this movie ends. I kept thinking about the logistics of his two main weapons being a chainsaw and a shotgun, neither of which he can refill in that time. So I have no idea anything else about this movie. Well, the one thing I will say is that they do kind of make fun of the original The Day the Earth Stood Still. And I'm not going to tell you how. That's insane. 
I, it doesn't <laughs> seem like that fits at all. That's very weird. It will when you see it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, if, hopefully, if you remember, because it's a very niche uh, callback. So I'm not mad about it. I, I just, yeah, I certainly like where they left it. I think it's a really funny direction to take it. I don't know if jokes about medieval times people is going to run stale after a while for me. Oh no, it's not all that. There's other stuff that okay. happens. Okay, good. Okay, I, yeah, it's I, yeah. I think I know what my next pick's gonna be. Uh, is it gonna be this? Maybe. I might just watch it for fun. I mean, that seems to be the theme from this week, from from last week to this week. So it's because we keep picking good movies. Yeah. That's why. Like, well, I think the good movie. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's also like it's, it's October. Fine. It's October, so we're doing horror movies, and they all have sequels. So. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of makes it like okay, yeah. Let's keep watching them. See what else is like. Let's see what else happens in this franchise. Um, so outside of Evil Dead, what do you guys know, Sam? Or what do you know uh, Bruce Campbell for? I have the stupidest uh, introduction to him. Can, can I, I guess? I, can I guess? Yes. Yes. Narrator for the Spider-Man games? Nailed it. That's it. That's exactly it. That's that's Bruce Campbell for me always. He's narrator for the Spider-Man game. He's also that guy from the movie or from the TV show Burn Notice. Yeah, he's he's like the assistant guy. Like yeah, that's those are the two things I know him from. Um, yeah, he is the he. My introduction to him was the video games as well. Um, <laughs> Good, because I hadn't see, like I knew him from the movies. Like I was like, oh okay, that's the guy from that's the wrestler guy from Spider Man, and oh that's the Maitre D from Spider Man Two and. No, the Usher from Spider-Man 2 and the Maitre D' in number three. Um, That's right. So, Devin, how many times have you seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Once. In theaters. That's it. Do you remember Bruce Campbell in that? Yeah, he was like, was he the one selling like pizza balls or something? He was selling some weird funny food in one of the multiverses. It was like Pizza Papa or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Doctor, what does Doctor Strange do to him in that? Oh, I don't remember. Doesn't he just like not buy pizza from him? He puts a spell on his hand where his hand like like is possessed and starts uh, attacking him. So oh, I love that. Go back and rewatch the Bruce Campbell stuff from Multiverse of Madness, and you will have a new appreciation for why that end credit scene works so well. Oh, that's going to be so and funny now. I love everyone that. Everyone who did not like it, you'll understand why, because they didn't get the joke. So. Oh, okay. I just thought it was silly. That was like a silly thing to do. I didn't get the joke behind it. Yeah. Oh, he's, I, he's one of those actors that I don't think about often, but every time he's in something, he's just incredible, I think. Yeah. Um, on IMDb, he's, named, he, he's known for... Three of the four are Ash movies. So it's uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which is a TV show on stars, The Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. The fourth one is a movie called Bubba Hotep. Uh, I'm gonna oh, I know that you. one. I'm, have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen it, but All I know right. it. All right. Uh, when residents of their nursing home start dying of dubious causes 
an aged Elvis and African-American senior who claims to be President John F. Kennedy discover the the perpetrator is an Egyptian mummy with murderous intentions. Anyone want to guess who Bruce Campbell plays in that? Who does Bruce Campbell play? Elvis Presley. (laughs) There was a period in the 2000s. I'm assuming this is an early 2000s movie where we were like, what if the president's but ridiculous? FDR American badass. Yes, exactly. Exactly my point. It's like the same era that gave us like Clinton on a velociraptor shooting guns the picture. Yeah. What is this world? Polio. Like, yeah. It's such a a weird subgenre of like movies. Yeah, it's so weird. Ryan, what do you know Bruce Campbell from? So besides like the Evil Dead stuff, um, the only other thing that I know that I've seen him in where I was like, hey, that's Bruce Campbell, um, is Congo. Oh, he was in Congo, wasn't he? At the very beginning. He's yeah. her fiance. He's the main character's fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the reason why she goes in, into the Congo to find him. Um, and looking through stuff, I'm realizing that I have memories of his character from Xena. Huh? And unfortunately, Hercules. But, you know, because those shows were on back to back. So, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, but other and than that, it, most of this other universe. stuff. Hmm? And, and in, in the, the same s- universe. And produced by um, Sam Raimi. So, yeah. So, but most of this other stuff, like, I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, hang on, I've seen that, but I don't remember him being in it. So. And then there's some voice acting stuff in here, too, that I need to look up. I forgot and re-remembered that he was Ronald Reagan in the Fargo TV show. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did, too, until I saw it on IMDb just now, and I'm so tickled. What season was that? Oh, it has to be... Is it the... Season two? That would make sense. Yeah, I think it's season two. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Campbell yeah, is. is an American treasure. He is an American uh, yeah. treasure. Thank you and for that, this movie, Bruce Campbell, sir. And he's also credited for being, in his voice at least, He he's in uh, Evil Dead Rise, which yeah. is in the latest Evil Dead one, oh, um, which is way. actually a pretty funny cameo for him in that one, I, too. Like, that's the one moment where it's actually pretty funny. What I love about Bruce Campbell and Evil Dead Rise is when they did a screening for it when it premiered, uh, I think it was like at South by Southwest, somebody in the audience went off on how bad he, like how much he hated the movie. And Bruce Bruce Campbell just went off on him. He's like, if it's not for you, just get out. Like, just leave. Like, we don't need. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Bruce what Campbell's Bruce Campbell's awesome. He, he has a bunch of books out. Um, called if chins could kill is one of them <laughs> hail to the chin <laughs> further confessions of a b-list movie star what? um uh wait, what's this one make what make love the bruce campbell way like Devin, i know what i'm buying you for christmas this is incredible are these like biographies of him yeah like these are autobiographies that he did what order uh, do you read them in 
Uh, release order probably. Like I, I feel I, like he do, he does them to like update his life story. Um, let me see if they're on Audible. This is incredible. I I don't know why I'm not listening to them now. I, yep, they're, I feel they're like on Audible. This this podcast more than I think anything else has gotten me to impulse buy audiobooks, kind of more than anything else. Because remember I, the time I impulse bought the um the Mel Brooks audiobook? Yeah. It's going to be the same thing for this. The second the podcast ends tonight, I'm buying this. I, I, I didn't even wait for the podcast to end. I just got If Jins Could Kill. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know what? I've got the credits. I'm just going to go through and buy them all. I'm so happy for you. I've got, I've got a three-hour drive tomorrow. So oh, You're going to have such a good three-hour drive. He has such a good voice. Listen, I know that we're supposed to talk about this movie, but this church just turned into, for at least Alan and I, a Bruce Campbell love-a-thon. Yeah. Like, and I if, feel bad that you can't join us, Ryan. If I was no, gonna, no, 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 no. I, if I was gonna I, be home this weekend, yeah. I would just maybe, and maybe I'll just do this for fun next week when I get back. I would just play the Spider-Man Two video game on Twitch and just go around and get the hint markers. That way, you just hear Bruce Campbell's voice. That's such a good idea. Because I have two copies of that game for my PlayStation Two, just laying around. Okay, so now I feel like I need to defend myself. Devin, it's yes. not that I don't like Bruce Campbell. I like Bruce Campbell. I find okay. I find him very funny. It's just mm-hmm. something didn't work for me in specifically Evil Dead 2. Other okay. other okay. other than that, I like him in basically everything else I've ever I've ever seen. Well, okay. So, as a horror guy, I was actually curious about this during the movie. Did any of did any of the movie work for you? And I'm asking this because I think some of the monster designs in this are exceptional. Like, sure. The monster designs are A lot of them are really rubber good. masks, but I think they're yeah. good. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, a lot of the monster designs are really good. Um, they did a really good job holding to the, uh, to the whole Evil Dead look, which yeah. I liked. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 the monster designs were great. Mm-hmm. Um the uh the way that they played with the camera to make the cabin feel as small as they could to make it as claustrophobic as possible mm-hmm. was was uh um was really good like there are really good elements in this movie that you know really do need to be pointed out um it's just the humor aspect didn't work for me. So because yeah. the setup didn't work, the payoff didn't work. That's basically yeah. all it is. That's fair. I, I think the most iconic thing about this movie is just the chainsaw, like him putting it on his hand and, and saying, <laughs> saying the line. Yeah. Like, like the line that. Yeah. I'm what line did he say? What was the line? Uh, gravy <laughs> no, red zero by the way i know i know i did it on purpose uh no like the groovy like that that's just yeah. iconic like the the shot of like just the whole getting the getting the chainsaw on is is iconic to me and it becomes such a thing in the franchise going forward like like Looking at the the disc art for the show, it's just him and the chainsaw. Like, 
the video games that have him. Like he's a he's a skin in Fortnite. He has the chainsaw as his pickaxe. Oh, that's fine. Um, because and you know I got him because. <laughs> but there's also it. there's also an Evil Dead video game. Uh, he's gonna be in Call of Duty, I guess. What? Yeah, everyone's in Call of Duty now because hey, Fortnite did it, so let's do it now too because money. Um, got it. It's because it's a free platform, and you and they need to get people to spend money somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. I I have a problem with platforms being uh, free when they used to be paid and the quality goes down, but yet they make you pay money for skins. I, Just I putting that out there. I, <laughs> don't, that out. So, like, I, I don't mind it because it, it's not like having the Ash Williams skin is going to give you a benefit in, in Fortnite. Like it's just a skin. It's just what the character looks like. It doesn't add anything. It doesn't take anything away. My biggest, my bigger problem is when you can pay to win. Yeah. Like that, like if you get a, like if you're actually running around Fortnite with a chainsaw, like is indestructible then and can just like Mm -hmm. saw people down, like then I have a problem with it, but it's not hurting anything. Like for example, Ryan, like if you were into Fortnite, and you bought the Futurama skins. Like, do you mm-hmm. have a do you have a problem? Like, like would you not buy those skins on principle? Like, you would just keep the skins, or would you? Because I know how big no. of a fan of Futurama you are. Would you say if, if, if I, it was a game you were playing and they they're like, hey, if you want to be Bender, you can be Bender in this world. Go for it. If they had, for some for some reason, had uh apparel skins for the division that had you dress like the characters from Futurama. Mm -hmm. I would pay to get them yeah, because it's just cosmetic. But -hmm. at the same time in division, whenever they do something like that, there's a new gear set that goes along with it that you have to play through the game to collect the gear sets to put them together. And then you can like add or subtract like, different aspects to them to make them more fit to to, 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 to the way you play. But you always have to surrender something to make you vulnerable in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I like playing the division more than these free like battle Royale ones where everyone Mm -hmm. is at the same level. Like I get it. It's just, I don't know. I like things to be a bit more complex. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, like I get that. Like it's they're not for everyone. No. Yeah. Um like I I've I've gotten out of playing Fortnite. Um but now that I remember I have an Ash Williams skin, I might have to go back in. <laughs> You'll be it. right back on. Yeah. <laughs> go right back onto it. Good. Time to put away the Nintendo Entertainment System and break out Fortnite again. <laughs> uh you've silly video game collections. I I do. It's <laughs> I, I I have the arcade cabinet right here now. Like Right next to my camera is the arcade cabinet. Like I finally got it downstairs. Oh, I can't wait to so, visit. I can't wait to see all this. It's it's gonna be awesome. Like I, the next show that we do in person is gonna be amazing because we'll I have a, a couch here, and it's just gonna be great. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the Evil Dead Two we want to t- touch on before we wrap this up? How did you guys like Ryan touch on this quick? How did you guys like the like the close up shots of him? Because 
this camera angle specifically, like get him getting real close in the camera, is something that I feel like happened at though and this is just something thinking about it all day, guys. Uh it happened around this time period where you get those kinds of shots, right? And then there was a period of time in like the late 2010s where they almost went back to that, where you would get like a close-up shot of someone's face with like the background moving behind them. They did it in like a King Arthur movie. They did it in a couple of movies. They, I think they even did it in like the Robin Hood movie I saw, like the remake of it with, uh, yeah, the guy played Elton John. Uh, does that work for you? Because for me, it's always disconcerting. Always. <laughs> the, you, so you're talking about the shot where the camera is like locked on their face. Literally and, right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I I like those shots. Like they, it works yeah. well. I, I like them. Like they're they're fun to do. Uh, fun fun to see. I've never tried to do one. Yeah. Uh, but every time I get a GoPro, I'm like, like I can do I, it. I, I can do it. Uh, so, but then it's super wide. So. Yeah. I always like it whenever they're showing a character that's like not in the right state of mind, like they're high or drunk oh, yeah. or something. And they're trying to like move about during the day. And then you've got that real close up on their face and you see that the background's all blurry. And then mm-hmm. they're, it's like their face is all like goofy and like messed up because, because you know, they're messed up. Mm-hmm. And then they, like cut away for a second and show like them like stumbling down the street and then back to them feeling like they're just like the having the best time of their life because of the goofy angle you, I, you know like it, I, it works for me that way i just had an idea and i don't have time to do it and i'm so mad but i was gonna like i have the setup to do that kind of shot right now like i could just i could take my camera down and do that with this tripod but uh, <laughs> i should do that with me playing with megazords <laughs> <laughs> if you like being like you know like real like we're like oh, yeah, and then like the background spinning and yeah. it's just you sitting there with your megazords yeah yeah i'm on that season two stuff man yeah oh, <laughs> i oh, i love it i i guess the the, the drug thing is like kind of one angle to do that but yeah i mean for me those are just always weird shots like it's always it's always they're always my least favorite parts of the movie you can see their pores yeah, yeah. Don't want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Ryan really cares about skincare. It's his thing. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that does it for our review of Evil Dead Two, Dead mm-hmm. by Dawn. Uh, Ryan. Next. Uh, wait. Are we doing Ryan's pick next week? Or are we having our friend of the show Josh on to talk about the thing that we're doing this week? I thought we were having friend of the show Josh on, but I'm not. Ryan, sure. your 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 pick next week. What do you want to do? Uh, if next week is not the one that Josh is on, mm-hmm. and we are doing my pick, then okay. my pick is Haunt from 2019. I feel like that might be better for Halloween week. Do you want to do that? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, since we're be- since we're live and don't need to be mysterious. Um, <laughs> after, after today's show, I am going to tomorrow, tomorrow morning. I'm leaving for New York. I will be at New York comic-con with friend of the show, Josh Howell, helping him sell his books for fierce literature. So next week so cool. to talk about our comic-con adventures, uh, we will have Josh on the show, uh, to talk about the film vanilla sky, um, which I believe stars Tom Cruise. Uh, just, yes, because, yes. just because he 
Josh reached out and said, hey, I, I want to watch this movie again, and you guys have a great platform for this. I was like, hey, let's do it right after Comic-Con, because Josh and I always have things to talk about after Comic-Con. So... Mm. And we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun stuff to uh, talk about because I know at least one thing that hap- is happening this week, which is Josh and I are going to see the Late Show with Stephen Colbert on Wednesday. Oh, that so, is so cool. Yeah. So uh, tune in for that next week. Um, until then, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We can go back and watch older streams of the show. And you can listen to You Have to Watch This Podcast on all major podcasting platforms. Hopefully, this one will be up the next day. I've been, <laughs> I've been slacking a little bit because I, all, for some reason, Meg, Megaphone's been acting up on me and, and just not publishing things when I tell it to, which it might be user error, but I'm going to say it's not and pretend that I didn't just say that live. Um, <laughs> but you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time for You Have to Watch This Podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. <laughs> and we will see you next week or at Comic-Con. Come say hi. Oh. Devin, you're welcome to come say hi, too. I want to so bad. You only said it one. I should have stuck with my original guess. I'm so bitter. <laughs> I didn't even want to say it that one time. I was just not going to say it. <laughs>